Hello and welcome to the Happy Me Project podcast, the space where self-development doesn't have to be fancy and we take the bullshit out of positive mindset. My name's Holly Matthews and I am a former TV actress, a TEDx speaker, a self-development coach, a mom of two beautiful girls and the founder of the Happy Me Project. In today's show, in honour of the fact that this week it is Valentine's Day, the 14th of February, the day of love, we are discussing relationships. If you have jumped onto my social media over the last week, you will have seen that I have been talking about relationships in all of their forms. So not just the romantic relationships that we have, but any of our personal relationships and how we interact with each other. But today's show is going to be specifically on why we should stop trying to fix people and why he's just not that into you or why she is just not that into you. Now, first of all, can we just acknowledge that relationships, whether it's romantic or friendship or our relationships with our parents and our children and friends and everybody, and it's hard, right? It isn't so straightforward. We don't get taught how to navigate all the emotions that we might feel and the, the behaviors and you know, all of that stuff, it's its challenging for us. And more so than ever during pandemic life where we've suddenly been forced into our houses with our families and loved ones. And let's be honest, even if we adore our people, being under one roof with people is, is definitely challenging when it's constant and there's no distraction or space. In fact, this morning I was watching Russell Brand's YouTube where he showed a woman in America, a lawyer who was talking about the fact that she had had, she had seen six times as many divorces in the last year than previous years. And I mean, it was quite a humorous video because the woman's glee at the fact that her, the financial benefit that she had had from from this uh, six times as many divorces was really, really clear on her face. She was actually buoyant about the fact that this had happened, which is really quite sad because in those six times, um, you know, statistics of somebody's actual relationships. But it was just interesting to note what is going on for people right now and just how hard it is sometimes to navigate all of this stuff. Now, I don't want to be a party pooper when it comes to Valentine's Day and all of that stuff. I am all for anytime somebody wants to showcase their love to one another and declare that in whichever way they see fit. And in the past, I might have been very cynical about this, but I don't... The reason for that cynicism is this. It's not because because I'm a, a Scrooge and I don't want you to buy your wife flowers or to plaster your wedding pictures all over Facebook. That's beautiful and go do that. The reason I sometimes feel cynical about this is that I worry that sometimes these gestures are just that. They're gestures on a day that it is expected for you to behave in that way by society, by your peers, but yet you might end up finding that 
your partner buys your flowers and some chocolates one day of the year and the rest of the time you're miserable and you really don't like each other and that's where my cynicism comes in because often the people I see on social media declaring their love in the strongest fashion might be people that I know their own actual experience and the fact that their relationship is thoroughly miserable and that they're possibly going to separate and that's where the cynicism comes in however if that is not the case and you are just going to gush and shower your loved your person with gifts and joy and all of that stuff then that's brilliant so set that aside relationships are complicated and so today's topic specifically on relationships is about why we should stop trying to fix people and also the fact that he's just not that into you that was a book or she's just not that into you so that was a book written by somebody I've forgotten the name of and I remember coming across it many years ago where the author was being interviewed on Oprah and every audio was so funny because the audience was particularly full of women um, and they were putting their hands up and they were asking him questions you know um, I'm going through this and you know we've been going out for six months and um, you know he just doesn't want to move in with me and you know there doesn't seem to be a reason for it and the guy who the author of this book was just to every one of these things he's just not that into you he's just not that into you and it you know the audience was laughing their heads off at this but it really when I was watching it really made me go that's it right and this is the thing that and there's a saying that I really love and it is, I can't hear your words because your actions are too loud. And this has really stuck with me. I've got no idea who said that quote, by the way. I'm sure you could Google it and some, whoever, whichever clever person said it, you can let me know. But I can't hear your words because your actions are too loud. And often we paper over cracks with words of I love you, or, I care about you, but our actions don't match that. And so that's why I say about the Valentine's Day thing, you know, if somebody's actions throughout the year are not very caring and not very loving yet one day of the year they do one action and say I love you with this valentine's day card with a big teddy bear on it and a heart um it just doesn't really ring true and it doesn't sit with me very well and it's always in my opinion about watching the actions of what somebody does now this also doesn't mean that we don't make mistakes or we don't mess up and we don't move through things in relationships because we are human beings and you know I'm certainly not sitting here all sanctimonious saying I've never done anything wrong because I have and I will continue to do that because I'm a fully functional functioning can't speak but I'm fully functioning as a as a human being and so it's okay to make mistakes and all of that it's just really checking in with ourselves and in our relationships to make sure we are not creating and concocting a story in our minds of how we'd like something to be and in fact the reality and the actions that we are seeing in the other person don't reflect that and one of my really good friends actually said to me quite recently in a what in our friend friendship whatsapp group that I had said that to her about her relationship a relationship she has just recently broken up from and this is a very healthy thing because it was a very toxic relationship for her and probably for her partner and I had said that too and I wasn't saying that to be unkind because that's that might sound like a very callous thing to say to somebody when they're 
talking to you know when people are sharing their problems and their relationship dilemmas with a friend but I think when you're friends with somebody you can be brutally honest and my answer to what she was telling me which was really not very nice stuff it was a lot of you know infidelity and a lot of painful words and things that just weren't very kind or caring or conducive of somebody who loved somebody and she um so my answer to that was baby just ain't that into you he is not that into you if he wanted to marry you if he wanted to do that he would have done that by now you know and it's and vice versa this isn't about in this is no man hating thing this is the same if it was i was talking to a friend a male friend or same sex couples whatever it it would be the same if somebody's actions are showing you that they're they're just not in the same place then believe that don't believe slaver and believe words now what sits side by side this is our need as human beings sometimes to fix people and you can let me know on social media are you a person that scoops people up under your wing and tries to fix them now I know that I have this tendency I have this tendency in my friendships I have this tendency probably in relationships as well I am a I'm a giver I'm a helper and so when you have that empathetic nature sometimes you try to fix people and very very often you become really unstuck certainly in your romantic relationships if you try to take somebody as they are and fix them up and polish them up um you end up feeling very disappointed by the outcome of that now many moons ago i was in a relationship where we were very young when we got together and all you know i had my own purpose and my drive and my own ambitions and 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 he didn't particularly have any strong ambitions um but that didn't mean that he didn't have them and when you're very young and you're in youthful relationships you are still growing and learning about yourself and over the years because we were together quite a few years I think that I tried to mold him into what I wanted him to be now at the time it wasn't a conscious thing it wasn't that I was you know consciously thinking I I take I am the puppet master and I am going to mold this person into what I need that wasn't the, the thing it was just that you start to nudge people in the direction that you'd that you want to go in and and you kind of sort of assume sometimes that people are on the same page because we are only looking at life through our own lens aren't we we're only looking at life through the the version of life that we know so it's very easy to think well of course everybody else sees it the same as me why wouldn't they and it's obviously not true logically but in doing so what you're saying to the other person is that you don't think they are smart enough you don't think they're good enough or strong enough to be able to cope with things that's why you have to be there and you have to fix things and you have to guide them and you have to micromanage everything that they're doing and that kind of behavior long term isn't healthy for anybody and actually in that relationship when we eventually did split up it was interesting to see how differently he then began to live his life and it's a good thing because ultimately we weren't right together we may have been at points in our life you know because we change and we we move as people we don't stay the same we we shift and we adapt and 
it was interesting to just note that he became a totally different person. And, and that's a great thing because that means that he lived his own, he has lived and continued to live his own life in his own way. And we should never in our relationships be somebody's keeper. You know, we should never be, um, you know, forcing somebody down a path that they should, you know, they don't want to be going. And we don't want to be dragging people with us because that's not a good feeling for us either. It's certainly never during the end of that relationship it never felt good for me to be trying to drag somebody to behave in a way that suited my agenda and that sounds really awful because that sounds like there was like a plot like I was some like evil Machiavellian like evil character from a film but it wasn't like that it's just that we don't notice sometimes that we're doing it and it's only in retrospect that I can look back and go ah okay so we just weren't really suited and that was it we just we'd grown apart and it's, it's very helpful for us to notice that. I'm not a believer that there is necessarily one person for, for you for the rest of your life. It's very romantic to think about it like that. And for some people, that is the case. You know, there are some long, long, long lasting relationships that stay with each other till they are old and gray. And, and it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. And I think those relationships are very, very lucky because it, it takes work and it takes a, a bit of luck, right? Because we have to be on the same page and we have to be able to grow together over all of those those years. And that's not that easy because things happen in our lives and two separate people will take it in a different way. They won't be, they're not, ex- even if you are totally into somebody, you're not experiencing things in the same way, in exactly the same way. So for two people to experience something, let's say they both experience a death or a loss, a big thing or a health scare or something, the things that we experience as big grown adults, we both go through that and we both have our own experience of that. And going forward, our experience of the world will be different because of that. Now, some people will have grown together. They will have the same version, the same model of the world. But sometimes we don't and we grow apart. And of course, in relationships, you know, there's always, you know, lessons that we can learn and we can have therapy and guidance and we can try to give ourselves space. And sometimes that relationship turns round, it turns a corner and you come back to that person. And I believe that those that have been together a long time, that's, you know, that's the work that they do. And certainly they recognize that in that relationship you don't have one brain you you work together two separate people and you let go of your ego and you you recognize that that person has their own free will and then those relationships can flourish however sometimes that's not the case and sometimes it's just that you enjoyed that person's company and they enjoyed yours for a certain part of your life a certain you know, a certain level in your life and then you moved and you changed and you just didn't grow together. And that's sad. Of course it's sad. And when people go through these relationship breakups, it's extremely sad. And and it certainly, as you get older, it becomes much more challenging because often children become involved in stuff as well. But equally, I don't agree that somebody should stay with somebody forever just because they're worried about the outcome of leaving 
because that will make you blooming miserable and I don't want you to be miserable. So it's just really considering that and, and letting yourself off the hook to try and make something perfect because when we do that and when we're constantly trying to go, but I, I, I you know, I made a commitment, which is the right thing. You know, the first, the first instance should be, I made a commitment to this relationship or this marriage. And so I'm going to do my very best to work through this stuff. But there comes a point when you can give yourself permission to go, you know what, I'm just trying to mold this person into something that they're not, or they're trying to make me something that I'm not, and we're just no longer suited. And it's a case of going, you know, let's let's call it a day. But that's a very miserable thing to be saying. On the week of Valentine's Day, I do appreciate this. But this also doesn't just mean in romantic relationships. This can be with our children as well. You know, I've got two daughters and mine are very young. So I kind of do have to be the puppet master with them a little bit right now. Because I'm still shaping them into, in guiding them into being fully functional. I can't say functional today. Why can't I say functional? I, I want them to be fully formed adults not giant babies and so you know as a parent you have to guide your children but there does come a point when you start to recognize and my oldest daughter is coming up to 10 you know she's starting to really have her own mind and I want her to I don't want her to be like just a mini version of me that's not what it's about it's about her having her own experiences and the same with my youngest as well but it is interesting that as parents we have to let go of this as well in our relationships and we have to recognize that we might see things in our children as they grow up and no doubt my parents without a doubt have seen things in me that they haven't liked over the years and things that I've done that haven't been to their taste and 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 still will without a doubt um but it's really yeah it's noticing as parents you know are we trying to be the fixer up of our children are we never wanting them to feel any kind of failure well absolutely not because as parents you don't right we want to just cushion every blow but it's allowing them to have space to grow as well and not trying to just make them behave in a way that suits our agenda or our narrative of the world haven't been an actress for most of my life it, I've always been really conscious as a parent that I wasn't the stage mom, you know, the, the mom that pushes their kids out and, you know, Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake's mom, you know, t- touting them round to get them on the Disney club or whatever. And I was really conscious of that. And I actually had to check myself a little bit with this meant this sort of belief because I was so worried of judgment that people would feel that I was trying to continue my own career, you know, living um, vicariously through my children and, and winning somehow by making my children in the spotlight. And my oldest daughter particularly has an interest in acting and singing. My youngest, definitely in performance, she likes gymnastics and, and doing dances and all that kind of stuff. And they genuinely like it. And so even though I was all worried about the fact that, oh, well, people think and judge and think I've just made this happen there's probably of course an element of that because I play the damn fool around this house and and I'm constantly acting and putting on voices and being silly and stuff Uh, I'm making myself sound such a hoot on I'm making myself sound fun but they you know because of that probably naturally there is an element of them me making them into actors but there never was in terms of you're going to go to stage school lessons and you're going to do dancing there wasn't that but then actually they've really they do like it and so I've had to check myself recently and go in my desperate need not to make them me mark two I've almost 
stifled them in in, in the in, in another way, which is bizarre, isn't it? I mean, being a parent, it's a blooming minefield. So, you know, those of you that are not parents out there, it is a blooming minefield. And those of you that are high five, because it's hard. But it's really just looking at all of our relationships and navigating them and just checking in with ourselves to make sure that we are not slipping into fixer mode. Am I going to fix it? Am I going to try and fix everything for them? I'm going to try. Am I trying to mold them into something that I need them to be? Is this about me? Am I making this about me? Because in any relationship, we have to allow our people to to just be themselves. There's nothing more frustrating than being in a relationship where you feel in any way controlled, whether that's love relationships, parental, whatever else. It's not a good feeling. We have to allow people space, you know? So the lessons that I would like you to take away from this podcast today are this. Check in with yourself. Are you being the fixer? Are you trying to make people behave in a way that suits you? And number two, check in with the relationships that you have in your life and watch the actions that people are taking. Does somebody show up for you? Have you felt supported, cared for, loved without the words, without the big bunch of flowers on Valentine's Day? Have you seen people show up for you in a way that makes you feel supported. And other than that, I am sending all of you guys loads of love this Valentine's Day. If you are not with loved ones, if you are not in a relationship and you're feeling a little bit glum about the fact that people are and you're feeling lonely, then just be kind to yourself this week. Take yourself out on a date. Get yourself prepped. If you know that it's gonna be triggering to see stuff on social media this weekend, it's gonna make you feel all sad and stuff, don't go on social media, it's dead simple. Or take yourself and do something nice for yourself. Cook yourself a lovely meal. Get yourself a bottle of wine and some popcorn and watch a movie. Get, you know, do something nice. Dress up for yourself. Spend time with friends, even if that has to be on Zoom right now. But do something that makes you feel good. Love yourself, essentially. Not to be cringy and cliched, but start there. And that is definitely going to be a good place for you to start. But I am sending you lots of love. Happy Valentine's Day to you all. I am also going to be on the BBC on Friday talking about Valentine's Day and how to navigate your loneliness if you are not with a person, if you are not with your people, if you never had one, if you didn't want, whatever, right? We're talking about loneliness on the BBC on Friday. Thank you all for your continued support to this podcast and across my social media. And next week's topic is all going to be around taking action and motivation. So I look forward to seeing you next Thursday on this podcast. To learn more about the Happy Me Project, my online courses, events, and one-on-one coaching, click the links below and get involved. Make sure to share this podcast, follow, subscribe, and tell me all of your learnings. I will catch you on the next episode. Stay safe. Peace.